Welcome to Foundation and Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Foundation on Apple TV Plus. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're back. Finally. Finally. It's been two years and we're back for a season two preview podcast. Uh, I think the plan here is to kind of remind everybody where we left off because boy, I know I needed it. Uh, after two years away from this show, I'd forgotten a lot about it. Um and so I, I could definitely use a refresher. I think everybody out there could. Uh, and we're going to kind of let you know what our plans are for this season of coverage as well. And then Aaron, good. I don't know if you have anything specific you want to talk about uh, later in the podcast, but where do you want to start well, with I this? I just want to say that uh, I am excited to see Foundation Season 2 returning. Um, mm-hmm. It really captured my imagination when it came out. Um, I... Uh, it's been a cruel because of Hollywood's perfidy and greed it's shaping up to be a cruel 2023 mm-hmm. a lot of the shows we were looking forward to coming back severance uh, maybe uh, late in the year house of drag I know there's no way that's gonna happen but like it's like so many <laughs> mm-hmm. of the things that we were looking forward to are getting pushed out and further away because of writer strike one the bright uh, one of the bright points remaining is this foundation season two coming back so I'm very excited um, we were lucky enough uh, because of the Apple TV PR team that we got some screeners and I've seen the first four episodes of this season. Damn. Uh, I, I've seen really two. excited to really excited to see it come back. I did rewatch some of the seasons from last uh, some of the episodes from last season. I listened mm-hmm. to our last podcast coverage um, to kind of spirit figure out like, yeah, it's been a while. What was I thinking, you know, at the end of the season and watch the trailers and I am I'm fired up fired up to talk about foundation yeah uh, I will say I the one thing I remember of this show without a doubt is how beautiful it is uh, mm. it's it's got a vision of science fiction uh, majesty that I don't think I've seen anywhere else on this scale and they spare no expense in this show uh, so if nothing else I'm looking forward to that. But then there's also a lot of the stuff that I remember about the Cleonic dynasty and all that that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's fun to play with the super advanced civilization where the science is so advanced it does seem like magic. That mm-hmm. it's um, it's got fantastic things, which allows it to play with, like, you know, we talked about some of the creative punishments that empire was handing out last season <laughs> uh-huh. um something just like 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 really almost lovecraftian kind of details of this universe because of the technology and um it's one of those things where it's like i think the trend nowadays is to go in the opposite direction like it should be gritty and real you know it should feel like like halo or the expanse where you know yeah like NASA visible punk. armor plating <laughs> yeah 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 exactly uh-huh. and it's cool to see something this isn't that star wars where we've got the force but it's like yeah like or you've just got such mastery of the fundamental physics of the universe and things like mm-hmm. nanites and uh, medicine technology that uh there's a lot of things where you'd be like, how the fuck did they? Oh, right. It's 10,000 years in the future. Yeah. And they can fold space. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to settle down. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm, 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 I think it's going to be a real fun, real fun season to discuss. Um, yeah, me too. Um, do, do you want to jump into the end of season one and kind of catch people up real quick? Because anything we're going to say about our hopes or dreams for season two is probably going to be in that context. 
you want me to lead off with a plot point? Sure, hit me. Is that what you're inviting me to? Okay. You want uh, to? How about genetic drift, Jim? Oh my God. How about need for genetic stability three, <sighs> genetic drift? Imperfect clones? I, I don't know. What good is a clone if it's not perfect? I think, I mean, they already had some really fascinating nature versus nurture type, mm-hmm. you know, meditations with the Cleons last season. Um, I'm looking forward to even more. Um, you know, that's the other thing. I, I There's very limited things I can say about season two because we're under a strict embargo. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get, I don't want to get uh, that black nanite bag put over my head and spend the next 80 years <laughs> in an imperial dungeon. Have everyone uh, you've ever had contact with killed? <laughs> that's that's you. You people are in on that. You're listening uh-huh. to this podcast. So like, we're not, the Empire's not fucking around. Um, but I will say that like, it was gratifying that when I was listening to our podcast where we're talking about open questions, like I wonder if they're gonna deal with that head on, if they're gonna, they're just like, in almost every case, the show is choosing to grapple with the issues that they settled and like uh, the universe is, feel seriously impacted by the, you know, big events of last year and the implications yes. of things like continue to pay off. We talked also in that last episode about how the show is so careful in its detail and how mm-hmm. themes and quotes and uh, postures and language and gestures are copied and echoed and they eat they you know they 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 continue to have this um significance that previous scenes uh, have imparted on it. And that I think that trend also continues to where it's like, man, things are continuing to pay off. Yeah, the show feels like a well manicured bonsai tree or something, you know, something that has been very closely tended to and shaped and crafted. Uh, And it's one of the things I love about it. Yeah. Um, and for people who don't know what we're talking about, if, if you remember at the end of season one, uh, there was a whole plot line where like the younger of the Cleons, brother Don, uh, kind of got in with some people who wanted to bring the Empire down. And they uh, there was an assassination attempt on on the, the dynasty. But what they didn't realize is that sometime earlier they had gone in and corrupted the genetics of the original Cleon, Cleon the first. So now every clone they're making is corrupted. And without a base reference to get back to, they're just, they're just yeah. kind of, you know, like it, it feels like the end of genetic dynasty. I, I, I suppose we did need to explain that. You can't just say genetic drift woo, <laughs> and, and count that everybody would, would, would play along. Sure. Uh, what about another plot point, Jim? You have one. Uh, there's the question of, I guess, uh, Salvor's, visions what she's experiencing where they're coming from the meaning of them uh at the end of last season she takes hugo's ship and goes off uh to search for answers to those questions and she says she thinks she's got a hunch as to where to go and then 138 years pass and gail who's on the surface of her home world finds her underwater and rescues her and that's kind of where we leave it. Well, we don't leave it there exactly. As Salvor comes up, she's resuscitated, and she says, I'm Salvor Harden. I'm your daughter. And that's where we leave yeah. it. Yeah. Also, yeah. here's the Prime Radiant, something you never thought you'd see again. Right. And we last saw Gale running away from Harry's plan to set up uh, shop in another, another end of the galaxy. Uh-huh. 
yeah so uh, i guess the questions that are open there are will gail do the thing that harry you know the 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 famous fortune teller has predicted will happen or not has she already ruined that by you know switching places with Raish? um right and i don't know what what is the source of salvor's visions and what do they mean well and the, you know the uh psycho history works on huge time scales with large populations it mm-hmm. is dismal about predicting individual actions and you know one of the big open questions is can an individuals change something that's so close to the project like swapping you know out gale um mm-hmm. is is harry's plan resilient enough to deal with that yeah. And is this psycho history is this this, you know, like long like this is a Rube Goldbrick machine that he's building that's going to traverse centuries and millennia. Is it going you know, uh is it going to smoothly go off or is the guy that's supposed to, you know, the little plastic figure supposed to hit off the diving board and go into the <laughs> the little cup of water that uh, cuts the string of the bullet or is it is one of those things gonna get interrupted? Yeah, um, it's like mousetrap. Mousetrap works about six out of every ten times you try and spring yeah. the trap. I just because I did this goofy thing called Mid Christmas, where on June twenty fifth every year I I wear Christmas pajamas and watch Christmas shows. And one of the things I did is I watched the the holiday episode of the MythBusters, where Adam and Jamie spend the entire episode building this multi step Rube Goldberg <laughs> machine based on all their myths before. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, very rarely do you see Adam Savage get frustrated to the point of being kind of like pissed on camera <laughs> uh-huh. trying to get that thing built on time on a budget and out the door like you could tell it was so like this is this is what harry's doing with thousands of years of time and trillions of people worth the population and it gets to a fundamental question about the whole series really like is harry correct you know does does yeah. uh shit what's his what's the term for his mathematics yeah does does psychohistory work uh and i think it's an open question at least it is for me having not read all of the books yet yeah and is it worth it is it ethical can you fuck with society on this time scale just because you think you have math that says it's going to not eliminate misery but reduce it Mm -hmm. um so i'm excited to learn more about that i have another okay another um plot point from last season uh, they found the Invictus. Yes. This was this uh, flying Dutchman kind of abandoned uh, ancient derelict cruiser from the Empire's history, which is extensive. And it was randomly just jumping through space. Uh, and Harry, using a branch of psychohistory and his earlier predictive models that he had been working on his whole life, had, as, as, as had found the location of the Invictus and he led his people to find it so now the foundation has access to f- the forbidden and heavily restricted imperial jump gate technology or i'm sorry jump drive technology um they didn't have any spacers which are the humans specially engineered to survive the rigors of navigation of the of, of uh, i want to say the warp because i just want to go warhammer this. Yeah, yeah now navigation of the warp and uh there's a you know they're also like uh terminus at the time we left it was like a you know a bustling frontier town at best how are they going to have the shipyards but clearly that's part of the selden plan the term the, the terminus and the foundation have access to this stuff that was forbidden and 
the last thing they did was use the jump drive uh, in in coordination with the system star to make it seem like the star had done something like you know I, I forget gone supernova they call or it let a out mega a gamma flare. A mega, yeah, something yeah. that would like if if you imperial astronomers saw it from Trantor, they would be like, oh, haha, Foundation's been sterilized of life. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah, because I, I think they were on their way to come, you know, lay the smack down, but then mm-hmm. they saw that, and maybe they won't come. Uh, and, and I think one of the more interesting things about that is, okay, you've got the Invictus. Uh, they make it a point to say in the end of season one. How long will it take us to make another? And they say 18 months. And then we jump ahead 138 years. They can make, assuming no uh, increase in production, they can make 92 of those things in that amount of time. Is 92 ships a lot? I don't know. I don't feel like it is if you're talking galactic terms, but maybe. It's probably not enough to hold, but like, you know, it's like the Rebel Alliance didn't need to hold territory. They just need to be able to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. They need to be able to blow up Death Stars. They need to be able to hit supply depots. And I feel like 98, you know, around 100 of a, of jump drive equipped ships is, but is, is enough to fuck shit up. But also the other yeah. thing is they, you know, the foundation found themselves with two client states that they pried away from the empire. Yeah. Um, jump drives in, in facilitating trade and communication and travel has to be a good thing for the foundation in terms of like, you know, solidifying the fact that we are a possible alternative to Imperial hegemony. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um, I, I, I don't have a lot of other plot points. That's kind of all the major ones. Uh, we'll, we'll see how those go. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in terms of before we get to season two? Um, just like the, the, I just for how, how fascinating Dimmerzel is as a character, like we found like, you know, um, it does seem like she is either the power, but the actual power behind the Cleonictus dynasty, or she is the guide rails that Mm -hmm. is enforcing the will of the first Cleon. Um, she's she's the true continuity of the empire. It does seem like it's kind of like her job and like, how is she the, one of the big questions I had is like, how is she going to handle, you know, she like ripped her face off when she saw, <laughs> um, you know, all the things that she was forced to do last season. Plus like seeing uh, Cleon's uh, Clononic uh, dynasty be threatened like that. What is, what is she going to do now? Um, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, Goyer talked about that uh, his, one of the goals of this, the series is to feel like time as a character. And I feel like when you're going to have, you know, over 100 years pass and you're going to be dealing with a completely different uh, facet of this dynasty, if the dynasty is even intact, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're really going to feel that. Um, yeah. So, like I said, Absolutely. this is like I, uh, this, I think season two of Foundation is a big, you know, like like how is time going to continue to factor? Mm-hmm. Uh, how can you skillfully, you know, um continue to deal with the clinic uh the, you know the the the, the empire uh and the foundation while you're jumping vast periods of time and you're keeping some characters as continuity like how is that going to actually work you know we we saw from the emperor like he had a really solid plan to have the protagonist or the, i'm sorry the antagonist represented but like what's the plan for like are we going to have gale and salver throughout the whole series and like mm-hmm. 
possibly they just we're just gonna get are they just gonna crawl into a cryo bed at the <laughs> sure late in the 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 finale episode of every season like can we or is, or is there something a little bit more interesting uh are we going to get more Harry yeah. Seldon or is he going to kind of like, you know, like in the books, like he's just done, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm I, I did lo- lots, lots of open questions uh, that we had from last season and uh, uh, thinking about stuff on, on the off season. Yeah. The thing that strikes me about that is I, I don't necessarily think I felt time as a character yet, but with this 138 year jump, I think that's definitely a possibility. The thing I'm starting to feel character and maybe this is some of my, having read the first book, I feel like the foundation is a character. I feel like, yes. <laughs> I mean, very literally empire is a character. Uh, mm-hmm. th- those that's the kind of scale they're operating on and they're doing a hell of a job so far with that. Agreed. So, yeah. I hope they carry that over into season two. Uh, let's talk about our schedule a little bit. So these episodes for the show are going to be coming out every Friday at 3 a.m. Eastern slash midnight pacific uh so if you're watching foundation that's when you'll be able to check out the show uh, our podcast itself is going to be coming out at the same time that the show does so you can look for it at 3 a.m <laughs> if you're awake at 3 a.m on the east coast or you know uh midnight pacific or i guess one after you watch the episode. in honolulu in greater american samoas and to feel like yeah if you're you know if you're watching in the middle of the afternoon in the side siberia or whatever yeah it's, it's sure. ready for you it's ready whenever you are yeah this is a global uh thing we got going on here so yes it'll be there as soon as the show airs and that'll happen every single week uh that we have screeners for i'm pretty sure we have screeners for all of them I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. I, I think we we had the whole season already so unless um, they get taken away for something we said during this podcast that we shouldn't have we'll, unless we get we're good unless to go. we get uh unless we get void bagged uh-huh sensory deprivation bagged uh, uh yeah we, we should be able to keep this thing going <laughs> we also have some plans for some feedback podcasts uh, i don't know how frequent those will be and they'll be a little bit weird sometimes they might be integrated into the next week's episode itself because you know we're podcasting on uh, delay here with you guys so you guys are not going to be able to contribute to the show before it comes out so hopefully we'll be able to include your feedback in those shows or do special feedback episodes Um, I know we currently have one planned for the first episode which of those we do probably depends on the volume of feedback we get so if you if you got uh, got to take uh, a interesting theory uh uh, a, a philosophical scientific point you want to make foundation mm-hmm. of baldmove.com yep. is where we're going to be taking that all season long foundation at baldmove.com it's in the show notes if you if you didn't catch it uh it's in each every one of the show notes of the episode so pretty easy pretty easy to get a hold of us and the show starts july 14th next friday so be ready for that uh and i guess we'll just see you then you know i'm ready for season two all right respect and enjoy the podcast